Hi everyone, I'm Lyndon Crane. Welcome back to Coffee with Craner. And today I have Joe and Ron Bondi on the show. And it's going to be an exciting one because not only are they great guests and experts in their field, but they're also excellent bosses. So we're going to talk about uh, their role as mortgage agents, owners of the super mortgage team here in Windsor-Essex and across Ontario, and much, much more. Joe and Ron, thank you for being here. Uh, it's going to be a great show, and I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. And uh, I, I should have mentioned, they're the Super Mortgage Brothers, and they have over 20 years of combined experience in the mortgage space. Both worked at RBC prior and a few other banks as well. Uh, Ron left a long career in a leadership role in the skilled trades, and uh, now he's here with Joe, and they're running the Super Mortgage team, which I am happily a part of, of today. So it's going to be a great interview. And if you have any questions, post them in the comments and we'll get back to you. But my favorite question, Joe and Ron, where in Windsor, Essex is your favorite place for coffee? So uh, my favorite place, I have a couple favorites, to be honest. Um, so I like the Starbucks in LaSalle, um, mainly because everybody there knows me. I uh, stop by there daily, um, but it's a nice quaint coffee place to visit uh, is Anchor Coffee. I like going there. The atmosphere is great and uh, the people there are very friendly. Awesome. How about you, Joe? Well, for me, if I had to go to a place, I really, really like Caffeine & Co. in Amherstburg. It's got a great vibe, beautiful place. Um, but for the most part, I like to uh, come to the office and drink the uh, Jamaican Me Crazy pods for the uh, Keurig in my authentic coffee with the craner <laughs> original coffee mug this is a keepsake and uh will be worth it's, a, re it's a it's a relic that's it uh and that one is the i call it the first generation it's the one that um you couldn't put in the dishwasher so uh, luckily joe has been keeping it up and it is not ruined but when i drink my coffee i drink it with one of these bad boys beautiful so. <laughs> uh, now jumping into the the fun stuff the real questions how did you both become interested in in the mortgage business joe do you want to start yeah so uh way back many moons ago uh my wife was a realtor or is a realtor at, at the time and uh, she won a trip for referring business to uh, one of the banks and I was lucky, lucky enough to get on the trip. And I used to think bankers were all stuffy. I didn't even want to go to the trip. And then uh, I went there and here's the vice presidents and they're, they're doing shots and they're having fun. And I went, wow, these bankers are pretty cool. So I started talking to them about exactly what they do. And uh, I said, well, I could do that. And, you know, their income potential was, uh, you know, the sky was the limit and whatnot. So I, uh, Got back from the trip, contacted the uh, sales manager, and uh, he said, why, why should I hire you? You have no banking experience. I said, but I have sales experience, and I would love to join your team. And at the end of the day, he said, well, go take the course at Seneca College so you can learn about mortgages. So I'm not just saying that we should hire you because, uh, you know, who you are. And I said, so I did that, and the day before... Uh, I was ready to write my exam for, for underwriting at the college. The uh, 
the mortgage specialist for Bank of Montreal ended up quitting. So the guy calls me up and says, are you still interested? I said, funny you ask. I, uh, I'm writing my exam on Saturday. He said, great, pass your exam. We'll go uh, have a job interview at Point West over a round of golf on uh, Tuesday. And then I'll recommend you for hire. So that's did, how I started. Did, did you beat him in that round of golf? It was really close. I don't remember, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, how about how about you, Ron? So I, I was at a crossroads in my career and uh, was just chatting with Joe, and he said, uh, "You know, I could use the help." And I was like, "Well, let's give her a try." And uh, you know, joined RBC and never looked back it's been a great experience and a great choice for a career change what's the the biggest difference between working in the skilled trades um, in a leadership role and then jumping into the mortgage space uh so the biggest difference is uh people like you <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the trade um you know being in a leadership position you had the people underneath you that weren't happy and the people above you that weren't happy. So you're kind of getting it uh, both ways. And then, uh, you know, it very uh, high, high output environment. So, uh, you know, the bank being a very high output environment too, uh, did not phase me at all. And, uh, you know, the timelines, cause, uh, Obviously, if you don't meet your timelines, the person doesn't get a house. Uh, so that didn't phase me because uh, I was used to that in my previous job. Mm -hmm. and, and Ron, we've spoken about this a little bit. Uh, the level of stress, the difference between being a broker versus working in the skilled trades. Do you find you're, you're less stressed or um, is it similar in stress levels? 100% less stress. So in the... Skilled trades, it was all plastic and steel. And uh, nobody was homeless if you didn't meet your timelines. But the, the pressure and the stress to meet your timelines was a hundred times greater than mortgages, where if I don't do my job here, you don't have a house. So you would think it would be the opposite, but absolutely not. And are there any parallels between between both that you're able to carry over? Well, for sure, uh, dealing with people on many different levels down to an apprentice all the way up to an owner. So you deal with a bunch of uh, people of different income levels in the trade as of here, same here. And um, and then also, like I said before, the timelines. So the tight timelines that you need to achieve, um, being able to handle that stress and uh, put it to good use. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. There seems to be a lot of, of similarities in both. Um, now, just fast forwarding a little bit, uh, working working at the bank, and then I believe it's been two years now for the super mortgage team. What made you decide to take the leap from the bank and start the, the super mortgage team together? Well, the the bank was limiting us. And if it's possible to say that we outgrew the largest bank in Canada. We outgrew the largest bank in Canada. Uh, we couldn't hire anybody else on our team and so forth. And uh, we were just doing so much volume and so many units that we need, needed more hours in a day. 
and the bank just wouldn't give us the ability to hire anybody else. So their theory was, if you get too big and you leave, then it'll leave too big of a hole. And my theory was, if you don't let me get bigger, I'm going to leave. So we were at a, a crossroads again. And then I talked to Ron and uh, said, hey, why don't we become brokers and we can grow our own company instead of just having one product and one company to work for. We'll have, you know, 38 different companies to work for. And we went from the largest bank in Canada to the largest broker network in Canada being DLCG. Um, and they do more mortgages than anybody in Canada. And so you're, you're happy with the switch, both of you? Yeah, it was an amazing switch. What, Ron, what are you, what are you liking best so far? About, you know, you're running your own team and you have a number of agents being myself, right? Well, the best thing I like is how many times you call me, Lyndon. That's my favorite part. <laughs> but no, but really, uh, so the, the best difference between the bank and the broker world is in this world, I don't ever have to say no. I always have an option for you, whether you like the option or accept the option, that's up to you. But at the bank where it was, you didn't fit in this box, it's a no. Mm -hmm. Here, I'm like, you don't fit in this box, but here's your option A, B, C. So we never have to turn down a client or turn away yeah. a client, say. Absolutely. And um, I, I just wanna jump a little bit further into this career. And it's, for me, it was something I, didn't really know much about at all. Uh, you know, I got elected as a, as a counselor and then was looking for, for something that would put me out of my comfort zone. Um, had the opportunity to make unlimited income, whatever I put into this, this gig is what I get, get out of it. Um, and that was what, it, what attracted me to the role and, and working with, with both of you, um, what attracted you to this role for yourselves? For, for me, it's the fact that you're constantly making people happy. You know, I would, no matter what you do, you're giving them the keys to your house. You're giving them a solution to help them get out of debt. You're relieving their stress. And if by chance there's not a way to help them or they don't choose it, they knew that coming in. So it's not a negative uh, interaction at the end of the day. They say, thank you for trying. You know, everybody says, thank you. Everybody's happy with you. I mean, it's, it's a very positive, positive environment. How about you, Rod? Uh, I echo that same statement. Uh, you know, like there's time in the trades where I would work 24 hours around the clock just to get a job out and it still was not good enough. And here, you know, they're always happy that you tried to help them so it's a way different atmosphere and uh just a quick story so my first day at rbc with joe i was sitting with joe and he had a client coming in the client was kind of difficult um and you know i could see joe that was stressing out because this was my first day sitting in with what was a difficult client so as soon as he leaves, Joe, Joe apologized. I'm sorry. Like I'm telling you, they're all not like this. This is very rare. And I'm like, Joe, this would have been my best day in the trade. So if this is as bad as it gets, I made the best decision of my life. 
And um, what about the like the structure of the role? What do you what are you enjoying about about that compared to um, previous jobs? Like I, I guess what if if I was somebody that was looking for a career change, why should uh, I consider mortgage brokering? Well, it's it's time shifting, right? You don't have the nine to five. You don't have uh, whatever seven to five thirty. You don't have that work time you have to be here between these hours basically you can time shift you can be like okay i'm gonna go run errands in the morning and then i'll work the afternoon and night so you're you're working around your clients timelines too so you're not you sitting in an office from nine to five waiting for a client to call is not going to help you where if you got done your nighttime stuff and then you ran around and met clients at night when they're available, then that helps your business. So it's all time shifting and, um, and the flexibility of if you need to do something, you don't have to be sitting at your desk. Yeah, you do have that freedom, which is just amazing. Um, you know, you've got your kids who win student of the month at 10 a.m. In a regular job, you can't get out to go see them get their certificate we can get out and go see their certificate we book our appointments around that you know event or whatever we want to do at that point in time but ron's absolutely right you time shift i mean sometimes we work till midnight one two or in the morning but it allots us to go do things with our kids or whatnot or play around mm -hmm. to golf or whatever that is and now understanding everyone has certain interests and and certain jobs attract certain people and, and they want um, different type of structure. Uh, perhaps people, you know, there's individuals that like nine to five um, and they like that structure of their life. What about this role, I guess, would you say um, is, is a challenge or might not be for everyone? Well, like you just, you hit the nail on the head. If you need the structure, if you're not self-disciplined, uh, this job's definitely not for you because you your paycheck depends on how much you put into it and not how many hours you sit at your desk. Mm -hmm. the, the other difficult thing is your time is not your own in this line of work. When somebody wants to buy a house and they're in multiple offers at 6 p.m. or 9 p.m. at night, and they need to know they can get that extra five or 10 grand to secure that property, they're calling you. And if you're not there to pick up the phone, you're gonna lose that deal, you're gonna lose that client. Um, they're gonna go somewhere because we're in an immediate gratification kind of society. So you always gotta be available for your clients. So your time is not your own. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely, and and I think this this ties into another question I had is, uh, both of you have won several awards in uh, the mortgage space. What do you think led to that level of of success with RBC and now uh, branching out with Dominion Lending? I mean, we we both grew up on a farm, um, so we know what hard work is and uh, how many hours it takes to put in. I mean, it, a short week for my dad was 60 hours when working on the farm and we both worked the farm growing up right so we know how many hours to put in we know how to do it our father was amazing and our mother at teaching us the business side of things and how to treat clients and make sure they're the priority because they're the one putting the food on the table 
at the end of the day. So take care of those who take care of you is one of the uh, major uh, mottos my dad used to say. And uh, how about you, Ron? What, what, what leads to success in this business and for yourself? Well, answering your phone, constantly answering your phone. If somebody calls, answer it. Don't put it to voicemail because if you don't answer, somebody else will. Because they're once they're done calling you, they're calling somebody else if you, if they're not talking to you. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely, I uh, completely agree, and <laughs> I'm learning my phone is now my best friend. So uh, besides you two, when I when I get to call you at eleven o'clock at night or one a.m. whatever it might be. Um, now, my my final question for you both is, what would be something you wish you could have told yourself when you started in this business? Uh, well, for me is, uh, fire bad clients. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to get, you're going to get some clients that are just gonna just completely be difficult and not want to not work with you or, or use you. If, if they're a bad client, fire them, just get rid of them, move on. I like the hard, cold truth, truth, uh, Ron, um, now, what about if you're starting out though? Should you should you take that approach or should you wait a little bit until you're on your feet? What would you so, recommend? So let me tell you about, so I had a client. So at RBC, it was a little different. You couldn't fire a client. You had to, no matter what, you, you had to deal with them. And I had a client that would call me names, call me a idiot, even though I'm a country boy, would call me a idiot, like, and just, raid me. I talked to my manager. I'm like, do I have to deal with this guy? And the answer was yes. So um, even then I, I kind of didn't want to deal with that. And um, you know, honestly, it's, it's not worth it. Just, just fire him. Just fire him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, you, Joe? What would you have told your, uh, your past self? Um, well, I came in similar to Ron from the tool trade. And uh, I would say, find a mentor, find a mentor, the top guy you can talk to in your industry, because that's going to springboard you, you know, two, three years ahead, instead of running around bumping your head along the way. Once you have that mentor, they'll tell you what works. Anybody who's successful likes to talk about their success. And they'll share secrets with you. You just got to be brave enough to ask for those secrets, right? So that would have springboarded, you know, my success probably two, three years ahead. Um, so that would be my thing. Find a mentor. And of course, Ron already said it earlier, pick up your phone. The first thing I tell everybody, secrets to success is pick up your phone. Don't send them to voicemail. And, Respond and- immediately. And just going back to the finding a mentor piece you mentioned, um, I would imagine for yourself, many people call call you, Joe. Uh, what, like, how do you properly find a, a mentor, somebody who's extremely successful, and then someone who's just starting out? Like, how do you grab their attention? Would would be my question. Like I like I just said, people who are successful like to talk about their success. So, Lyndon, you're famous for contacting all these uh, great people in the area, and they all take your phone call and they all sit down with you and have time. 
just ask. There's a 100% chance of not getting an interview if you don't ask. So don't be shy, ask. And uh, when people come to my door and say, hey, you got a minute? I put down what I'm doing. Absolutely, I got a minute. So. And, and why do you do that? Do you, do you, you feel good providing knowledge to others? Is that? Well, if I can make somebody better, it makes our whole profession, our whole industry better. Right. So if you, if you don't get any mentoring and you put a client at risk or you screw up a deal makes everybody look bad this way you come, I can help you out. It helps you get to that next level. And it makes our whole profession and industry better. Mm -hmm. And if I can, just for a, a couple minutes here, I just want to talk about the the super mortgage team uh, and do a little promo about that. Um, what 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 can we share with those who are watching that that are perhaps looking for home financing? Why should they come to to us? I would say because we have access to so many lenders and so many products that to get the best advice, you can't just go to one place and, and one set of products. If you, somebody said you were sick and you were going to die or you had cancer, you're going to get a second opinion, right? You're not just going to say, oh, you're right, you know, and be done with it. You're going to go to London. You may go to Toronto. You may go to Detroit to find the best care and service. So my recommendation is <clears throat> to, uh, you know, come to us, give us a shot. Let us give you, you know, super advice, super rates and super service. Absolutely. And, and Ron, for you, what's, what's the difference? What's that selling factor that you share with your clients that Joe didn't say already? <laughs> Just that we have the 36 different options. We have 36 different lenders in order to fit your, your need. Uh, and we're always available. We, like Joe said, we answer our phone. So give us a ring, try it out. Awesome. Well, I, I hope you do. And it's it's been a uh, absolute blast so far being on the super mortgage team myself. Uh, I do, you know, there's, um, it, it's an unreal feeling being in the position that I am uh, with, with these guys. Uh, it's completely changed my life. And uh, I recommend it for anyone that's looking for a change in career. Absolutely. Come to the super mortgage team. And if you're looking for great home financing options, give us a call today. Thanks for watching, everyone. If you missed this episode, visit coffeewithcraner.com where you can watch all of my past podcasts. And I hope to hear from you in the comments. Thanks so much, Joe and Ron. Appreciate you being here. Thanks, Lyndon. Thanks, Lyndon.